Hey everybody, welcome to episode 18 of the Cyber Bullies Podcast. Almost at 20. We're going to make it. 18. And we've done more than 20. So. <laughs> well, yeah, that's for sure. As I remember today doing uh, thinking about Beverly Hills and All-Stars. <laughs> uh, I'm Ken Worsk. I'm joined by... Kyle Reese Mandel. For anyone that missed episode 17, it's up on iTunes, all your other podcasting sites. Subscribe, rate us, whatever. I say this every week. Nobody does anything. Uh, I don't blame them. Uh, no. It's I mean, a lot of burden cares? for 15 people to do all the work. <laughs> Uh, so in episode 17, we watched Sin of Innocence. Shouldn't it really be sins? No. They well, were both sinning. But they're committing the same sin. It's the number of sins, not the number of times it's broken. All right. <laughs> I think potato, it should potato. No, you asked the question, I answered <laughs> it. And I also, I think it should have been called Sinnocence. <laughs> right. Because that's a better title, obviously. I don't know. No one, no one listened to that episode, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> oh, this is good. This is gonna be a lot of anger in this one. I, yeah. I get a right tell. Uh, I, I threw axes for two hours before coming <laughs> for this, so I feel ready. As always, we tried to answer the following questions. Uh, why was uh, Moroni such a hothead in this movie? What I, I, we talked about this a little bit in the pod, but he, it's his first acting job, and I sincerely think he went. I have to be angry to see. I'm angry. Like he did like a Ron Burgundy. Like he just didn't know how to act angry. Okay. It, it, but he, because he kept doing it. And as the movie went along, it seemed like he got better at like modulating his motions. All right. Fair enough. But you're right. He flies off the oh, handle. He's crazy. Like she's like, what are you doing? He's like, what are you talking to me for? <laughs> like, oh, shit. Sorry, cat. It's okay. okay. Scared the cat. Uh, could a teacher afford a second house on the California coast even if it didn't have electricity? No. <laughs> I mean, the answer is no. Could two teachers? No. <laughs> Not even he, in the eighties. I believe the word "a third mortgage" was yeah. stated. And, and, and They'd it, still be paying it off today. You're right; they would. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't. I nothing about the economics of that made sense. He, it's you have to get a scholarship to Georgetown so we can pay for our third Princeton. house. Oh, Princeton. Sorry, I just forget. You're right. You're right. Yeah, but why did he want to go to Stanford? Why do you want to go to any other college? Could you get the fuck out of that house? I don't care. You want to fuck your sister or not? Get on with your life. Every high school relationship breaks up in college. Right. So you'd rather... Even if it's your sister. Would you rather go to Tufts? Would you rather? Or work for DHL? I'd rather work, number one, I'd rather go to like Cal State... Right, Cal State Fullerton. Chico. And I'd rather work for Laser Ship. <laughs> it took me a bit to pull the other day. Uh, yeah, I... No, I tell my students with the freshmen, I go, look, who in here has a boyfriend or girlfriend? It's like one person. You Sure. And then I'm like, break up with them. Because what you're doing is not worth you're You need no. to live your life. Right. And college is the only time. Yeah. I don't get it. You're, it's college in your 20s. Yeah. Live. Yeah. That That's that's the real message of Sin of Innocence. The real L-I-B-I-N. sin. L-I-B-I-N. Yeah. <laughs> Keep on living. <laughs> I... I that's the message. That Moroni, That's the message you got from this? Yeah. Moroni needs to live his life and and, and follows needs to live her life. <laughs> okay. I remembered her name. Does she seem like a good student? She's a swimmer? <laughs> sure. She could fly a fucking plane. That, that is true. I mean, that, Kyle wasn't going anywhere. He sucked. <laughs> no, he was terrible. He was a goon. He was awful. Ugh. He was playing Demon Knight on NES or whatever it was. Demon Knight? No, it was Demon something. Zombie? <sighs> 
No. I think it was something night. I think you had the other part. Anyway. Uh, the last question. Uh, why did all the competitors at the swim meet wear the same colored swimsuit? I, don't get me started on this. I, this that shit made me crazy. <laughs> I'm glad that you picked up back on that. Cause I, during we, we, we forgot to talk about well, it. No, I brought it up, but you were like, no. Ah. We, well, I we didn't we we I glanced over that uh, second swim meet. Yeah, and, and I brought it up, and you were like, oh, it's a scrimmage, blah blah. blah. And I was like, no, but then I still later, think it was a scrimmage. Yeah, but then oh, later they all I think they had one bathing suit for the whole. That's what I'm saying. Right. They went to East Bay. They said, I I need 50 green swimsuits. East Bay. <laughs> they got the gigantic they catalog of the bay. They're like, I need, uh, I need three baseball gloves, a, j- <laughs> a jack strap, goggles. <laughs> kind of a big weekend. Jerk it off into my glove. Ugh. I'll see you with my glove. <laughs> and I will see you with my glove. All right. So anything more to recap on that one? I, I sincerely think it's a movie people should watch. It's good. I, I'm kind of surprised I mean, you, more people didn't listen to the pod. Bill Bixby but... has transition lenses in it. <laughs> right. And he plays the most sane character in the whole movie. Right. He's the anti-Hulk. The, he is. And I think maybe that's why people tuning in were disappointed. I, and, I mean, I like I liked that movie. And Naughton <laughs> is a house of fire. Oh, which, by the way, I didn't realize this. So I had a long conversation the other night about um, his brother, um, Cal Naughton Jr. No, uh, <laughs> I knew you were drinking. No. Um, oh, shit. I forgot his name. He was, he, he was in Last American uh, or Werewolf in Paris. Werewolf in Paris. No. The, what, what's the fucking name of that movie? Fucking fucking. What? Calm down. You're panicking. It's annoying me. I gotta find it because you'll know who he is immediately. American Werewolf in Paris. Yes. The kid that's in uh uh that thing you do, the drummer, because he's an American. No, Wer- the original American Werewolf in London. Yeah, whatever. What did I say? Paris. Yeah, fuck you. Paris is the sequel. Okay, that great. we saw Kim Wilson. Yeah, pro- probably. I didn't. We did. See I've it. seen it in the theaters. I didn't want to see it. Garbage. So David Naughton is James Naughton's brother. Okay, and James Lott was in the so the brother so the brother was in American Werewolf in London. He was also in Midnight Madness. Yes, he Fox also, Fox is in that MJF. Yeah, yeah, that's his first movie. Right. Um, and I think it's the first Disney live action movie too. Okay, it was like a uh, scavenger hunt. Yeah, I, I love. I used to love. Yeah, that movie. it was a great kids movie. One of the first things I rented, if I recall too. Oh. Hmm. Um, and David Naughton had a number one hit. Okay. Do you want to hear it? Of course. Okay. I'll warn you. It's a disco song. Well. And it's the title track to the movie. It's not bad. Yes, yeah, I right. mean, it sounds like what it is. A little sad I was alive at this point. Making it. Making it. Yeah, you can see Dark Diggler. Like, yeah. This is Norton singing. This is David Norton. Not James Norton. He's too angry for this. He did produce that. Yeah, it sounds like a movie theme. Doesn't it? Yeah. This, I, yeah, it was a t- or it might have been a TV show. Yeah, whatever. I think it's a TV show, but yeah. Sorry, I said movie. It's got a little funk. Yeah, I mean, it's white. Right. You know, it's a, yeah. the whitest version of that song. Sure. <laughs> The backup singers are just milk. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, so I didn't so, want—I didn't want to forget to mention that. So I, I rarely have anything extra about the last. That movie. is true. The, usually, you completely give up after re- immediately expunge the the material right after. And, and I didn't listen re-listen to the episode, so I don't even have. 
you know, the, the, the like fresh in my memory, even what we talked about. Right. So. All right. So the movie we chose for episode 18 was 1996's Buried Secrets. Yes. So we made a last minute switch when oh. we realized the how serious the other movie so was. So guys, I watched uh, She Fought Alone. I got halfway through. I texted Dr. Mudd. I said, we, there's no way we can yeah, do this like, movie. It, it's too serious. We are not qualified. No. No, and you should watch it. It's good. Right, it's a good movie. That's yeah. why I was like, I had a, a ton of notes for the first half hour. Then I was like, oh boy. Yeah, you're like, this is <laughs> we are serious. we cannot do this movie. <laughs> so we do highly recommend it though, because I remember watching it when it when it was on. It's great. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good movie. It's the best bag tap movie. <laughs> so we chose Buried Secrets, stars Tiffany Amber Theusen, my all time number one. Yeah, I I gotta agree with top you. of the charts. Yeah, hammer there will lock. Be, never be another song of the summer. Pick She's of the, the week. One. Uh, so she stars as Annalise Vellum. Yeah, these what names, a fucking name! The, and they weren't even in the South. Like I thought no. she was going to be like, uh, you know, in New Orleans or something with that name. <laughs> right. Well, the fucking garden looks like it's in New Orleans. They work on. And it. we're going to talk about the accents. It, this movie. I got a lot. I have a lot to cover. I know you said this may be the most notes you ever took. <laughs> Five pages. Jesus. All right. So she single of, spaced. She she of course starred as Valerie Malone. <laughs> In Beverly Hills 90210, as and also as Kelly pa- Kapowski in Saved by the Bell. All right, so you want to do my game first or your game first, or no, the, the do, way back? Okay. We can do your game. All right. Do you need a theme, or are you all right? Well, let's let's talk about the movie a little bit. Oh. So, it stars Tiffany Amber Theusen as Annalise Vellum. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the guy's name? Tim Matheson is Tim Matheson at Clay Roth. Roth. R O F F. Right. What kind of? Why would you give them a name that's hard to say? Why not Ralph? No. Why not Moff, like Grand Moff Tarkin? I mean, he's in a ton of shit. He's in, he's most famous for Animal House, probably. West Wing? Fletch. Yeah, Fletch. All right. <laughs> no, he's probably most famous for Animal House, but. Uh, he's in West Wing, too, yeah, right? He, yeah, he's, I know, that's he, one of your shows. And he's in a, he's in one of those good shows now. He's in a ton of stuff. He's in The Good Fight, I think people might know him from, which is the spinoff this of The Good, good Wife. Wife yeah. Right. Okay. Which I never watched either. Me neither, but, but I know he's in that. Right. All right, so before we put the plutonium in the flux capacitor, I think it's time for another rendition of Kyle's Choice. Oh, God. I was wondering when this was going to come back, because every time we've gone to these movies with people and things that I hate, so I always like, Ken's going to ask me some question. I'll never well, this is this is actually a positive one. Oh. so And there's no bad answers. So there's a TAT in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. All right. Kathleen so, Robertson, maybe? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So I went about it a different way. Oh, all right. So you have an impossible decision to make. Okay. Uh, by a man who once asked a worker at Subway if she liked old-time rock and roll. <laughs> I asked Alice. I said, Alice, you liked that old-time rock and roll? And, and what did she say? Yes. Yeah, she said she did. Of course. She's dead. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Long dead. <laughs> you, you inhaled deli meat all day? <laughs> she she uh, had a quick stint at Blimpy at the end of her career. <laughs> yeah. She, look, she, she wanted to have her career all in one place, but... She the, just dove into the meat slicer. Yeah. And was, <laughs> the economy turned and she got into the toaster at Quiznos. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how they cremated her. <laughs> Rest in peace, Alice. And all right, the, And the monkey man. Love you, Alice. All right. <laughs> So, uh, love you, Alice. The question this week is: You have to pick one season of Valerie Malone to date. Mm. And there are pluses to minus to all these choices. Yeah, yeah. So, you lay it out because you're you're the king of this. So we got inaugural uh, VM season one, which is season four, yeah. I believe. Hot off the flight from Buffalo, mm. you don't know her. She appears sweet and innocent. Yeah, is a badass at heart. Yeah, cold heart. Smokes nips. a little reefer. Yeah, oh, for sure. She's dabbling. 
She's uh, in the experimentation stage. You could be with this version of the M, yeah. but she might go running to Dylan without you knowing about it. Yeah, there's a lot that's going on that you don't know a lot about. lot to impact. Because I'd be more like a Brandon character. I'd have a job and like have things to do. Right. I wouldn't be just hanging out you know, on the docks. No, you'd be working on your motorbike. Yeah, of course. Just tuning my engine. <laughs> Second choice, you got Boss Bitch running the PPAD. Oh. BD at the PPAD? Booking... <laughs> Fuck, what's the one that's ah, I thought you had it. I was going to go with You're one. booking Donna Lewis. Oh, sure. You're booking fucking the ones that sing... Uh, uh, Jodeci? No. No, it's not um, She Don't Use Jelly, whoever sings that song. Oh, Flaming Lips. Flaming that's Lips. That's what I was going to say. But you're I, booking Flaming Lips. Yeah, you're just... You're living the life. She quit college. She's looking at the... She's she's living at the Bellage Mot- uh, Hotel. Yeah. Forget about it. <laughs> or you could be with... Post college, VM. Yeah, she's lost everything. She's broke. She's a little more vulnerable. She's willing to lower her standards a bit. Yeah, I for, for sure, that would have been the most realistic scenario. <laughs> I think we can all agree. She has a lot more experience, a lot more baggage as well. I love some baggage though. So, Doctor Mud, of those three, it's absolutely well. All right, I shouldn't say that. I, I'll think about. It. I'll think about it. Well, you got all right. So you got. I hear what you're saying though. So you got you got season one. She has no baggage. She's top of, top of the fresh but, off the fresh but off she's the line. Shot out of a cannon, crazy. She's been <laughs> cooped up in Buffalo, the weirdest place in America, and she gets to a real place of real people. She's gonna lose her shit. She's just gonna go nuts. But you got if you can harness that. She's the one. She's the girl who gets alcohol good. poisoning the first week of college, where she's just let out, let loose. See, I think she's a little smarter than that. No, it, she gets stung, <laughs> and then she turns in a veteran performance. Then she understands the lay of the land. But you, 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 you could go when she's running PPAD. She's well, yeah, she's that, well off. That to me seems like the obvious choice. See, I, 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 I have to go. <laughs> okay. Uh, is that your final choice? Oh, I have a theme song for this now. But go ahead. I just occurred to me. <laughs> See, I think you go post college. That would be my. I, that would be. I'd order impeachment after dark. Post college. Okay. N- new in town. See, I go boss lady last. You're never going to see her. And she's gonna. She, I think out of those three, she's gonna treat you the most like, but I, like garbage. I do feel like when you do see her, you either get to see cool bands, okay. or, or you're having sex with Valerie Malone, and that's all you're doing. You know what I mean? You're not like doing a lot of a managing of a relationship. You're just all eating. right. I don't think she likes a lot of managing the relationship as it is on that show. Which is why she's so endearing. I, I think you're using some rose-colored glasses, my friend. <laughs> All right. Oh, sorry. Oh, do you have a theme? I do. Sorry, I was a. Uh, I, I literally could not remember the title, but I know the song. All right. Well, that's been another edition of Kyle's <laughs> Choice. So the choice is yours. All right. What else do you have for us? The choice is mine. (laughs) Okay, and of course, we're going to go all the way back to... All right, so we're going all the way back to November 4th, 1996, so a fall movie. Yeah. Right? So that means they thought this was going to do something. Right. Did something for me. I know that. There's a lot going on here. But we we have to pay tribute, as we do, to the time-traveling agent. 
the show I will write and produce someday. It does feel like the one guy in the red shirt, the t-shirt, is kind of doesn't fit. No. Because, like, he always got the sport coat with, like, a Henley. Right. And then the other has got the white undershirt with the kind of mm-hmm. suit jacket, really. I mean, they got a jean jacket on behind him. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell. Yeah. All right. And then we got the skinny tie guy. It's very interesting. For a while, I thought that was a Christmas tree in the middle, but it's just like plants. Yeah, it's like, a hanging plant. Yeah, but it kind of kind of looks. Yeah, no, like, I like, can see like that. an optical illusion. Just Huey, he looks much better than everyone else. I mean, he he's did it handsome. Right. Yeah, and he's like, but he just looked like the way he's his hair and his makeup. He's very confident. Yeah, he looks like he wanted. He wants to give women. I mean, like, they, eyebrow rides. <laughs> like he's gonna get I them mean, on they, there. They look like the news, and he looks like Huey Lewis. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like if I just jumbled, like if you, if, if like we went up to a ten-year-old and we just jumbled the pictures and said, "Yeah, you have to pick out the lead singer, Huey Lewis, right?" And then you have to put the members of the band of the news. <laughs> right. They would know what to do. <laughs> Correct. I'm gonna try that. It's a social experiment. I mean, there's there's one thing I know about America: people love when strangers go up to children <laughs> and ask their questions. Uh, well, you can tell this is a nighttime record. We're, just, <laughs> we're letting it loose. Oh boy! All right, so we got some interesting stuff going on here. So we're gonna start with movies. Mm-hmm. So which of these movies grossed the most money the week of November fourth? <laughs> So they're all on the charts. And I was surprised at some of these. I could, one of them I didn't even know, which, okay. I, which I'm amazed for 1996. Right. Um, which if, We uh, saw almost every movie made. That as I told you, I went through all my, I went to a box of mementos and I have all my movie tickets from Oof. 95 to 2000. In 96 and 97, I went to like 35 movies <laughs> the, during the year. So, and I didn't, I don't think I saw, I only saw one of these four movies, which is crazy. All right. So Stephen King's Thinner. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, me too. I remember going to see it with a girl in college. Like she's like, I want to see this movie. It sucked. Uh, the Ghost and the Darkness. Is that Sam Nell? I didn't even look it up. Mm. Oh yeah, you know what? It is that movie. I know what you're talking God. about. Yeah. Sad. No, I have another nominee for Biggest Loser. <laughs> High School High with John Lovitz. I, I do. I that I saw I've the theater. That. Yeah, I saw the theater. And Larger Than Life. Was that one of those like uh, elephant movies? <laughs> Remember they had there was like a, there was like Operation Dumbo Drop and then with Dennis Leary, yeah, and, and Bill Murray, right? Maybe larger than life. I mean, no, I think that might be like a. Uh, oh, here like we go. Comedy. This is the Bill Murray elephant movie, Larger Than Life. Oh, all right. So the other Operation Dumbo Drop is the other one, right? So like <laughs> Armageddon <two>. and uh, <laughs> the other comic movie, uh, uh, Deep Impact. Deep Impact. <laughs> there were two elephant movies in the 90s. Right. Live action, not animated. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to be clear. Oh, we, oh, directed by the guy who directed Quick Change. Okay, well, that makes a little more sense. Yeah, okay, sure. So, Larger Than Life, High School High, The Ghost, and The Darkness. Stephen King's Thinner. One of those made it to the top five. Whoa, really? Actually, two of them were in the top five. So, you have two of the what? top five movies of the week. Of, oh, of the week. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I thought you meant of the, of the year. No, no, no. Oh, here. You want to know what the ghost in the darkness is? Oh, this actually looks interesting. Is it Sam Nell? What's that? Is it Sam Nell? No. Sam Neill. Neil, uh, sorry. That's right. Uh, no, it's Michael Douglas, Val Kilmer, Tom Wilkinson. Mm. Good cast. 
William Goldman's script, so Oscar-winning screenwriter, a bridge engineer and experienced old hunter begin a hunt for two lions as they start attacking local construction Oh, I do, I do remember this movie. I'm sure my dad Absolutely, has I've seen this. It's very, it sounds I, good. All right, so that, def, that is definitely one of them. Jesus Christ, it was $55 million budget. Yeah, on. that was a... They really wow. pushed that. Wow. And wow. I'll go... You know what? Hmm. I'll go... I'll go larger than life as the other one. Well, for once, you didn't pick the lowest, so that was good. <laughs> Which is what? So we'll put them in order. The lowest is Stephen King's Thinner. Yeah, that was Followed by Larger Than Life. Followed by The Ghost in the Darkness. High School High, number three that week. Unbelievable. Yeah, it just... Just throw your glove on the field. Jesus. Anybody can have a hit movie. They did promote the shit out of that, though. They did. I saw that commercial a thousand times. I just remember him, like, the scratching. Record scratch. yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I, right, I could probably... <sighs> And he has the he has the high top rhinestone fade. cowboy. Yeah, really? it was rhinestone oh cowboy. Yeah, why? I need to, I need to know things that that's taking up space. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Very dramatic. I just drink don't of water. Know what to do. All right, we're gonna do music. Okay, alternative rock. Yes. Three eleven down. Sublime. I love that album. What I got. Love it. <laughs> Counting Crows, I don't remember this song at all. Angels of Silences. No, that was a B. Angels of Silences. Oh, God. That must have been the next album after the big one, the Mr. Jones one. Yeah. Um, and Local Age, Bound for the Floor. <laughs> and I love that fucking Love album. that song. Uh, I want to see them. They're going to be in Philly if you want to go. Let's see, we got... Oh, God. Fucking Down and What I Got were so big. Down was I Down remember, was on all the time. This is uh, November ninety six. Angels of the Silences. I like Counting Crows. I don't even remember that song. Off their nineteen ninety six album, Recovering the Satellites, which I don't remember no. any of the songs. Fuck. Uh, ninety six November. Like, who's starting to get big then? All right, so I'll go down. You know what? You you would have been right in any other scenario. It was number one basically the whole month except for this week for Sublime's What, what I, got. I Got. Yeah, yeah, that was my other. Yeah, those yeah. those two were so big. Yeah. Gigantic. You couldn't hits. get away from them. Yeah. And, and again, on the video, we had a video channel too. It was. <laughs> so, Ken, I know you love this. We're going to do video games for the month of November. Yes. Wheelhouse. This is when I was hammering video games. And, and so I have. I have the top seller for three platforms. You have to tell me what is the top seller overall out of those three. Okay. So, and this is old because this is the only information I could get. So Donkey Kong, sorry, Donkey Kong Country 3 for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Wow. It's not even N64 yet. Super Mario 64 for the N64. Oh, okay. Twisted Metal 2. Woo! PlayStation. Twisted Metal 1 was amazing. What, did, you play, did you ever get into that no, game? I don't even know what it is. It was awesome. It was a... Uh, it was the first kind of like that I remember anyway. That was like battle royale with cars. Oh, okay, yeah, that sounds cool. Where you pick oh. you you pick the car. That sounds familiar. You pick I think up I played weapons. It. Did but you, you have it? I had it because yeah. this sounds familiar now. It was I. It was just one of those like Bond type. Everybody, yeah, you could just it. sit there and just mash right. the buttons for hours. Um, it, it's not PlayStation. Nintendo's always bigger. Uh, I'll go Super Mario sixty four. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any of the numbers. I just know that that was the biggest seller. Somebody had archived this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't feel like going back in the, the back issues of Nintendo Power or whatever. <laughs> Video game monthly. All right. Here's your favorite game. Television. 
the lowest of the lowest. So it's the lowest rated show. So I couldn't get November 4th, but I do have October 27th. Fair enough. Close enough. 1996, Sunday. It's a Sunday night. Oh, God. This so is going to be Sunday bad. night during football season. So these are, <laughs> and these are non-football shows. <sighs> All right, here we go. <laughs> I get out with to try to pick the fake one. <laughs> I, I'm already trying here. I'm like, God damn. I, sh- I should record these ahead of time and so you can't, so it's easier for me. Uh, all right. You should make me put a blindfold on. That would probably help. Although I laugh at everyone, even when they're not the <laughs> fake one. They're just something. The, the descriptions are so bad. All right. Number one, Kirk on the WB, starring Kirk Cameron. Kirk Hartman is no longer a mischievous, screw up teenage son and school kid, but has a job as a graphical artist and lives alone in the city where he works. Where he works. Period. Okay, that's strangely worded. Yeah. Um, see, I know you didn't make this one up because it says graphical artist not graphic artist. yeah that's true you know i should i should probably go make it like sound worse because some of them are well written and other times they make that no one sense. is not no tell me about it when his parents move to europe the tables are turned as he finds himself placed in charge as surrogate father of his 17 year old brother Corey, 14 year old sister phoebe and seven year old brother russell spelled incorrectly as what ellie just one l <laughs> So you're going to notice a theme amongst these shows, which I didn't intend, but once I finished, it was hilarious. <laughs> so Kirk Hartman is basically becomes the surrogate dad to his brothers and sisters All right. when his parents moved to Europe, which, okay. <laughs> this is like in the era where he's being Christian, right? This is where he's right. moving into family-friendly right. fair. I mean, this is a real show. I could guarantee it. Yeah, he's no longer a mischievous screw-up, right? They even say in the title. Yeah, like, he's, he's, not, not, he's not Mike Seaver anymore. Yeah, no. He's Kirk Hartman. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sibling rivalry. <laughs> it's like a double dare show or a Nickelodeon <laughs> it does. game show. It would be better than what it is. Uh, oh, so that was, uh, did I say WB? Uh, Kirk no, was, Kirk but was, I could have guessed. I, I should have just. It, you're good, most of these are WB or UPN. <laughs> uh, sibling rivalry, UPN. Patrick Swayze and Don Swayze. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to read the description. When their brother, di- when their mother, when their mother dies, not their brother, because they're brothers. When their mother dies, two brothers return to their hometown to help up, the- help out their dad with his auto repair business. They compete for his affection and the chance to so take over the business. Not, when he they're dies. not coolers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a way better show. <laughs> they're like competing across town. There's only two bars. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good idea. Uh, UPN. That was UPN. Uh, brotherly love. WB, <laughs> Joey Lawrence and his brothers. I don't know what I didn't write down their names, but it's his other two brothers who are kind of actors. A year after his father's fatal accident. <laughs> a year after his father's Why? fatal accident. This is guys. This is why we love the nineties <laughs> so much. It's so insane. The, all three shows already are about dead fathers <laughs> or, or missing parents. Just uh, they're they're literally <sighs> just throwing darts at a board. At, each dart hit dead parents. Yeah. Like, so, oh, this is great. All right. So, a year after his father's fatal accident, Joe Roman <laughs> returns to Philadelphia to collect his share of his dad's estate, a car customizing business. Come on. Come on. <laughs> You're dumbing me laugh. Come on. His reunion. What is that? Wait, what does that mean? Is that like West Side? fucking yeah, choppers or I think whatever? So, but for cars. All right. Like where Dan Sheedy would go to, like, Get rims or something. Get to get rimmed. Get a her shifter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perfect. Get some Mopar. Mopar magic for the grave get digger. A supercharger. <laughs> his reunion with Claire and his half brothers is a little rocky. Despite her best efforts, Claire is struggling to keep the business afloat. 
Okay. The, the description was literally like two paragraphs, and I, that was the best I could pull out of there. It was, it was too long. <sighs> Boston Common. After moving to Boston from Virginia to spy on his sister who just started college, Boyd finds himself working for the student union where he raises hell more often than he should. What is that? What's the student union? Like the, the student center. Oh, okay. Some colleges call it the union. Okay. That's it. Oh. Okay. No, there's one more, but that was the end of that. Okay. Okay. In an unnamed, broken down city somewhere near the Canadian border. Wait, what is the name of this one? Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. This is a great name. The best name of the group. Easy Streets. E-Z Streets. Okay. Like E-Z Pass. Yes, or exactly. E-Z-E. No, E-Z is He was E-A-S-Y? E-A-Z-Y. <laughs> of course. Or the motherfucking E. Um, in an unnamed broken down city somewhere near the Canadian border, three violent men seem destined to come into conflict. Detective Cameron Quinn, searching for the man who killed his partner. Vicious mobster Jimmy Murtha may be the killer, but he's busy looking after old friend Danny Rooney, who just did three years in prison for a crime Murtha committed. So we got Kirk WB, sibling rival UPN, brotherly love WB, Boston Common ABC, Easy Streets, CBS. Oh, the stars are Ken Olin and Joey Pants. All right. Do you want me to get the fake one first? Sure. Or... All right. The fake one is sibling rivalry. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> I had no. I had nothing in the tag this week. I apologize. And uh, the uh, lowest so the... rated one is Easy Streets. Uh, again, you're almost completely wrong. <laughs> yes. To keep my streak alive. So we'll do them in order. Number one of the evening uh, was uh, Boston Common with 12.9 million viewers. Easy Streets with 10.2. It's crazy. And it's a tie for last. <laughs> Kirk and Brotherly Love with 3.3. Th- oh, that's that's really bad. Yeah. It's yeah. really bad. I know. They're up against Sunday Night Football and they're up against Easy Streets. <laughs> and Sibling Rivalry got a 4.9. Jesus. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, God, what All right. We, well, easy streets. It's been another edition Stupid. of the Wayback Machine, guys. All right. So let's get into it. Let's do it. So, buried secrets. We open up in a coastal main town White Cliffs, Maine. The Atlantic, all its glory. Lighthouses. Do we get a full 360? Yeah. And it, it, I want to say panoramic. Yeah, exactly. It, it's been. So, not only is it, it starts. On the beach, we see we see all the main scenes of them later in the movie. So they do a good job. Yeah. You see the house, the lighthouse, yep. the beach, the cliff, and then it spins all the way around to the road, and then zoom pushes in to the car pulling up. It's right. like it's like an actual like director movie. Yeah, it was, it's like a real movie. Yeah, it was it's like real oh, film. okay. It was very. It, it was a good camera move, but so clunky. It was so slow. Like that scene was four minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nothing. Nobody says anything, and then you, her voiceover is like, "I had never felt the way I had felt before." It's so bad. I was like, this is the worst voiceover I've ever heard. Uh, we get our first glimpse of TAT. Looking tremendous. It's just ridiculous. We'll have we'll have uh, outfit updates as we talk. Because I mean, I... I've never been more in love with overalls. Oh. I wanted to be in BBD, any of the East Coast family. Like, I just wanted to wear overalls and look cool. It's just... She's so beautiful. It, it's, it's incredible. Like... Especially at that time, when she's we were a human being. Up, she's real. It's crazy. I know. It's crazy. Um, she's so hot. A ghost tries to fuck her. <laughs> it's true. There's so some her, weird her shit her, going on. Her and her mom pull up to this rundown old house. 
no, I don't. Is this house for sale? For rent? Right. Like, so what? From the beginning, it is never clear what they're doing there. Are they trying no. to rent it? Are they trying to flip it? Are they trying to live there? Are they trying to smack it down? Yeah. Well, you got to rub it first. <laughs> and then, so, and again, I wasn't clear on who was in charge. So, like, Cynthia, the real estate agent, right. is showing the house to the mom and, and Tat. Who's also a real estate agent? Right. And, she's, and so we later learned Cynthia's trying to get the mom to work there and be part of the firm. Oh, so when 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 Tat right. when Tat is dropping her off at work, she's dropping her off at the real estate office, and Cynthia's like, "We're gonna make a lot of money." She's like such a broad. She's like just bam, she's like a. It's crazy. She's in another movie. You know what she says in the scene? She's like, "Oh, this house used to be for lovers." Or no, this over here by the cliffs used to be for lovers. Right over there is where I lost it. I remember. Yeah, in those fucking frigid Maine winters. Yeah, she's like, I lost it on the beach in Maine. I'm going to tell these people trying to buy a house where I got fucked the first time. What is going on? <laughs> I mean, first of all, the, the house is enormous. <laughs> yeah, it's an old Victorian. For two on the water. people. On the water, old Victorian. And they're having trouble finding a house. Right. This is why they, they're like, Mom. But they're have... renting, though. They rent that I know. House, now, right? we didn't know that till later. Though. Right. But they act like they're buying it, which she's like, I'll give it to you for nine. And then she goes, 700 or 750. And, and I'm like, 750,000. That was my question. Uh, yeah. I'll give it to you for 750. That's $750 for that whole for house. rent. But you got to remember, the, the heating they, bill is going to be $750. <laughs> and that, that was my first question. I'm like, all right, 750,000 for that house makes sense. Yeah. I thought so too. I was like, oh, she's like giving her the friend discount. Like, no one wants to buy this house. Because this is the other part I don't get. She's trying to get them to buy. At least you think she's trying to get them to buy it right. at first, the way it's set up. And so Cynthia's walking around talking about the house, and all she does is say bad things. She's like, I don't know what happened here. It was some kind of tragedy. But, like, all right, even if it's 750, what's her commission on this? Yeah, what's the VIG? It's ridiculous. Yeah. But if Guys, it's just a rental. We're literally one minute. <laughs> because it, it raised so many questions. The tone is all over. So you have this really, like, wistful wistful vo- uh, voiceover. It's like, I remember when it happened. And then she's like, come on in. This is where I got fucked. Look at this house. People got murdered. It's just unlucky, I guess. Like, she's like, who it's are like you? John, like John Mulaney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does a little bit like the Mulaney voice. But she's like, I guess I guess I'm just unlucky. No, people got murdered. You you have to tell them. Don't you legally have to yeah, tell you them? Yeah, le- you do. Yeah, so she's... I, in Jersey, anyway. I don't know how the rules are in Maine. Yeah, there's probably no rules. But it, they're just unlucky so, is what she says. Also, this house is fully furnished, including a, a small child's piano. Yeah, like, the creepiest thing that you could have. Right. There'd be dust coming from my <laughs> running out of there. Well, right. And, and, and you're, you're oh, page one done. <laughs> so I that was what I didn't get either because so so Tat says to her mom, we we just got to get a place. And she's like, this one's got to be it. Why? Right. Exactly. I'm like, just no, it doesn't. Get two bedroom apartment downtown, yeah, wherever they are. Get a condo. Bangor. <laughs> They're not. They're nowhere near Bangor. You could tell. No, I don't know. But. I didn't get that part either. We have to rent this one. And then the mom's like, well, I guess. Or we have to buy this one or live in this one because we have nowhere else to go. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. Also, I looked this up, but I'm going to ask you. Okay. How much older do you think the mom is than Tat? Oh, I didn't even think of that. It occurred to me immediately that they, they look like sisters. Like she's, she's so right. young. Okay, so she's probably... Tiffany Amber's, uh, so is 96. She's probably, tw- what, 25 in this? 22. The mom's, what, 32? She was born in 1955, so that's 41. All right. 
But that's still way too close. Yeah, 41 I mean, and 22. Sure. And she doesn't look old at all, that woman. She looks so young. I didn't think of that, but... She she was reverse Niven. Like, Niven looked <laughs> even older than she Is was. Barbara Niven? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Reverse Jeremy Piffin. Now he looks as old as he is. This dumb hairpiece. Anyway. <laughs> And so, so and so she keeps saying, so they keep asking the real estate, so why doesn't anyone live here? It's like she just said it's it's haunted, basically. And, right. it, and she goes, keep going, why wouldn't anybody live here? So I don't she, get there's it. a GD ghost. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, how many times do you need to hear someone got murdered? <laughs> it's nuts. They, they, they waste all this time establishing the concept that they're going to live in this house. And they could just cut to move-in day. They live in the house. Who gives a shit? Yeah, you're not wrong. And because then they spend another twenty minutes establishing the ghost, (laughs) like they do so many things to set up it's spooky. It's it is infuriating. I wrote, oh my god, I have I have twenty, I have notes, I have a whole page of notes of the first ten. You were holding the mic like Dirk Nowitzki at a press conference. (laughs) I like I don't like the I like the holding. It makes me feel interesting. (laughs) Okay, all right. So can we move on, please? Yeah, uh, Cynthia sucks at real estate, and she points out the dust in the in the in the house. I thought you were saying her pussy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sorry, no, guys. definitely not under pussy. I wrote that she's a cougar. She wants to fuck. So as Tat passes a mirror, we see the reflection of the little girl. But when Tat turns around, there's no one there. All right. We know. All right. We got We There's a fucking ghost. Yeah. I, I wrote down. Could they set up the premise any harder? Do they think we're fucking stupid? In addition to the YouTube copy, which looks like it has smoke blown into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so hazy. I can't even see anything. <laughs> They're like blowing glass into the VHS. <laughs> right, exactly. Like they ran it through some kind of process. <laughs> they were through a car wash. <laughs> um, it is kind of developing film, but yeah. All right. <sighs> so uh, we find out uh, Tad's dad has passed. Tad takes a trip to the light. Yeah, they live on a like a cliff, basically. Did you notice the lighthouse? Yes, it's it's a cliff on the water next to the lighthouse. It's a beautiful locale. Yeah, Victorian home, as we later learn, owned by the richest man in town. Uh, again, not clear when he pulls up what his deal is. He just fucking <laughs> he jumps just into the action up. and is telling everybody what to do. I'm here in my fucking 97 F-150. <laughs> How's my, it going? In my terrible main accent. Oh, oh, God. I wanted to throw up from his accent. Did you notice, too, the mom does it and then stops doing it? Oh, uh, when she no, talks, I didn't. When but... she talks to Matheson at the beginning, she's like, ah, how are you doing there, Cliff? And then, and then the next scene, she's totally normal. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, you're moving in, huh? Over here. Oh. God, you can't get there from here. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the worst. That, it, like, what we just did is the accent, right? Like, we're and he we stinks, and we're not good actors. No, clearly. Uh, Tad takes a trip to the lighthouse while she's looking at the rocks below. Did, I, I, how do I even describe this? She sees what appears to be a young woman, but when dead on the rocks. But when she looks again, the woman's gone. She also faints at this point. Yeah. And, and like she's already seen like three creepy things I before even think moving in. Anything's wrong with the house, right? She she walks away from the house and then looks back and sees a little girl looking at her. Doesn't think anything of it. Uh, it, it it's it's cr- like it's crazy. There's nothing to basically. This is Amityville horror, but bad. Right. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> as T as Tad is sleeping at night, uh, the little ghost girl curls into bed with her. This causes Tat to have a, uh, a nightmare, and she sees the woman on the rocks again. But this is crazy. She has a vision of a girl in a mirror. She looks at a, at a painting of a guy with a goatee from 1995, sees faces in the walls, goes outside. Well, looks, the faces were really painted on I the know, walls. but they're creepy. Right. L- looks, walks outside the house, then looks back and sees a little girl looking at her, then walks to the cliff and sees a dead body. Faints. Faints. Then goes, you know where I'm going to sleep tonight? <laughs> 
in this dusty ass old house where I almost got fucking ghost raped. No. No, I, I don't. How do you make that choice? She was called to the house. I don't know what to tell you. And also, did you notice when she has the nightmare in the bed, the music? No. You didn't notice the. It was like she was. It was like she was having a nightmare about the Miami Sound Machine. <laughs> I thought Tito Puente was gonna rape her. It was unfucking real. Hold on. Shit, I closed. I can't believe you didn't notice. It's so, no. It's so weird. It's so weird. That's for here. It's the beginning of a Dave Matthews song. <laughs> right. Was Carter Burwell going to figure fucker? <laughs> what the hell is going I didn't on? I notice this. You didn't notice it. So she's laying in bed having a nightmare. And this is the music. Or it's like a Windows 95 commercial. Right. Don't you expect her to open her eyes to see a mariachi band? Why? Why that music? What does that do? It's it. And it doesn't sound like it never happens again in the movie. They never. It doesn't like it comes back. Like you know, you can use like a musical cue. Sure. Like you know, when you hear that, you know she's having a nightmare. Sure. They didn't do that. No. They did whatever this is. <laughs> Fucking garbage. <sighs> Sorry. I. It, it just. I so can't. as she after she takes that uh, has a nightmare, someone someone calls out her name in the room, but nobody's there. She's not. She's not freaking. She doesn't freak out at all. Really, in the yeah. beginning. And the movie gives you no reason to care. Like I, I wrote down, why do I care about any of this? Do I care about the family that got killed? Do I care about Tat? Like I have no investment in any of these people except for Cynthia. She's the only one I know anything about. Next day, uh, they're gardening, and Tim Matheson shows up. He's plays Clay. I, my first note here: terrible main accent. Yeah. Not just terrible accident, right? But he just pulls up and starts telling people they can't make a garden. Why? I'm like, who's Clay? He looks like a fucking handyman. He's the lawnmower man. That's who I thought he was. I thought it was the handyman for yeah, the house. I was like, but he's the owner. Yeah, well, but that's not clear until Mm-mm. I don't know, ten more minutes into the movie. Right. They, he never says, and they never say, "Thank you for letting us live here," or "We'll pay the rent." They don't give you any indication of his relationship to this place. So they they offer for him to come in. He playfully dis, uh, declines. Uh, while he's leaving, uh, Tat hears a girl screaming for him from the window, but she's the only one that could see or hear it. Yeah. No it, red flags. No, no, no. And it definitely becomes clear he doesn't want to go in the house because it reminds him of something. Like, the mom Correct. is like, it's okay, honey. And then and then I, I immediately wrote down, Clay buried his daughter in the yard. He's like, don't <laughs> dig over there. Dig over here. Don't dig over there. Yeah, that's what he says. He goes, don't dig by the cliff. It's dangerous. Yeah, no shit, because there's a fucking Indian burial ground or whatever. It's poltergeist. Yeah, like... <sighs> Uh, so while Tat is snooping around in the attic, she finds a tape recorder. She p- presses play, and it's a little girl calling her by her name, by Tat's name, <laughs> Annabelle or whatever, to asking her to bring her daddy back home. How many things would you need yeah, like, wh- before you left? I don't know. I sincerely don't know. I just and I wrote I wrote that the only thing spooky about this movie is the quality of the video because <laughs> like they're beating you over the head with it and she's not scared so it doesn't register. She's like, oh, I'm gonna play this tape of a baby crying. Oh, that's not weird. She doesn't freak out. She doesn't. No, it's and, calling her by her name. And I know my name is my name. <laughs> I wish Marla was in this. I, I do. I know what they're trying to set up is the idea that she is relating to this girl in correct some, right some like poltergeist type way right. They're mind melding, but. 
They need to set that up more clearly because ne- when this happens, it's just she never says, like, I feel drawn to this house. I have to stay. Right. She just stays. Which would make sense. Right. If she just, like, if she had said at some point, which she does at, like, minute, you know, 85, she goes, well, we need to solve this for her. <laughs> Finally, when her and fucking uh, what's his name from Boogie Nights. <laughs> Do you remember that scene of Boogie Nights? He's in Boogie Nights. Which guy is he? He's the guy who lures Dirk Diggler to get beat up by the oh, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, Don- Donkey Dick. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's... Uh, I have a very important question for you. What does TAT do in this movie? Oh, I think... Okay, so I asked the same question. I think she's a college student on summer vacation. Okay. Because it's the only plausible thing here. Mm-hmm. Because she's not looking for a job. No, she doesn't care. No. And, she's and, not talking about school either. I mean, and she's already... She's kind of at the forefront of ghost hunting. But that's not really a thing yet. She can't really make that into a profession. True. And she doesn't have any of the you know technical stuff either to, f- to find a squatch or a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I do kind of wish she turned into a ghost hunter with Cynthia. <laughs> like they, they went for it. Uh, so uh, Tat's mom works in town. Uh, Tat is going to the library to hang out. Where all the hot girls hang out. When she's like, I, 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 Mom, you know I love to read. You, but you understand how the library works. You can take the book away from the library. <laughs> you can go outside. You can go by the cliff. The way I, when you I, can read to the to the ghost baby. You know what I got from it was that it was a really far ride into town. Yeah, no, and it she was. She doesn't have to come back and pick her mom up. They no, had one she, car. They had the Volvo. Yeah, I know they were. she stayed in town for that reason, but... It, it it just was funny that she's like, I'm going to go to the library and stay at the library. <laughs> well, she had to look at that microfiche. Yeah, she had to get into the fiche. That li- that like li- that librarian might have been the only person in the movie who fit in a horror movie or yeah. like a like a suspense movie. She was so creepy or weird. So she's looking for uh for microfiche about the house she's living in. Remember time before the internet? <laughs> I do love too the mom. It's so great. She goes the, the tat's like I'm going to go to the library. And the mom goes, it's down the street. You think? Yeah, it's, Where a, else would it's, it's fucking a fucking one horse town. Yeah. There's one street. Well, you know, it's not at the lighthouse, so <laughs> I do keep books there. Yeah. Uh, all right. The mom finds out that Math that Matheson's wife fell off the cliffs one night, and that some people in the town uh, don't think it was an accident. Yeah, because Cynthia starts dropping all the like. She goes, Cynthia, why, why, why do you want me to rent this so bad? What are you not telling me? And she's like, Well, some people think he killed her, and you know, there's a dead body. Yeah. <laughs> But she's like, we're gonna make a lot of money here. You're so good at this. Like, she's like buttering her up. It's just it's the worst. Your, this is your fat like me voice. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> <laughs> you, you love my fat like me. I, voice. I love it so much. It's, the mi- the oh. microfiche uh, Tat finds. <laughs> she finds out that the daughter went missing. She didn't find it though. Oh, wait, she didn't. The librarian found it. Oh. Remember, she's sitting at the machine and goes, "Oh, do you have the microfiche from five years ago? The March when I five years ago." And she goes, well, she's probably just misplaced. And she literally spends, I would say, one second looking and pulls it off the shelf. I was like, yeah. it's right fucking there, Tat. <laughs> like, it just makes me mad when they do. There's no reason for it. Just have her have the microfiche. Why do we need the librarian? What does that do? <laughs> so angry. I know because it's so stupid. And it just makes me wonder that, well, how did she not see? Is she So she can figure out the fucking ghost mystery, but she can't find a microfiche. Give me a fucking <laughs> break. That's literally a foot away from her right hand. <laughs> microfiche. <laughs> that's the title of this episode. It's just going to be Ken and Kyle discuss microfiche. <laughs> Ugh. And, uh, yeah, oh, I hate that word. All right. So Tat recognizes uh, the grease monkey in town uh, when she's driving around from one of the paintings in her house. Yeah. The goatee 1995. This, Woodstock 95. Ugh. This part 
I didn't understand. So she goes to get gas with the mom, right? Mm-hmm. But the grease monk, the grease monkey the, says, "Why do you want to buy gas here? It's more expensive." Yeah. What do you fucking care, <laughs> grease monkey? Pump the gas. I agree. She, and, you and, piece of shit. And not only does she have to make him do it, she has to talk to him for ten minutes to get him to do it. Like, yeah. the, like if you were the mom, when you'd be like, "Let's just fucking go." Like what? Why? Why? Although I give them on credit when she got back in the car, she's like, "You were very aggressive with that man." <laughs> yeah, it didn't. You know. I, I tell, t- TAT tells me to drink the gas. I'm going to do it. Yeah, light yourself on fire, Ken. I'm, I'm do it. <laughs> this is when, <laughs> this is when the voiceover comes back to like we've had good thirty minutes with no voiceover. Now she's talking again and not giving us any information. Just saying like wistful. I didn't know that day. That was when the boy he wasn't a boy anymore. I was like, yeah, no, he's not a boy. He's dirt. He became <laughs> dirt that day. <laughs> He's a dirt goatee. This was the worst conversation. We're gonna dirt gas station. <laughs> he is. We're gonna the, dirt cars. This conversation between these two is like if you set up two computers with AI. That but it was very dumb. Well, she obviously is like getting taken over by the daughter somehow. But see, this is what I don't like about this. Either, you got to create the rules of the ghost. So either the ghost gets inside her and controls her, or the ghost can control her through telekinesis. But it can't right. be both. Why? Because you don't need one if you have the other. Why get inside her then? Well, I mean, besides the obvious reason, <laughs> want to feel them titties, <laughs> get them ghost titties. You know what I mean? Like, you just pick one. It's fine. Just give her telekinesis. Because later in the movie, she inhabits her, and then I understand why Tat's acting weird. That's an interesting premise. See, I think I thought it was when she's maybe in the house, she could go into her body, like Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. But when she's out, she can't. But but in Ghost, Whoopi Goldberg talks to Patrick Sweezy and makes him do things rather than controlling him, right? Well, the ghosts control her. In, in or right, whatever, you know what I mean. But like, it just doesn't make any sense. No, I know that, but I know, but again, I'm trying to give you some answers. If they wanted to make that the point of the movie, that they're like these soulmates or something, right, and she needs her to survive, just put her in the fucking body. Put her in the fucking body. You think she'd be in the body the whole time if she could do it? Yes, Ken, this is my point. Why isn't the whole movie her and the body puppeting her around? Right. And so everybody's like, why is, why is Tad acting so weird? She's behaving so strange. She fucks the guy. She's, she's at the library doing weird research, right? She's out at night on the cliff. Like, that's an interesting movie. She's ghost detective. No? I like it. Yeah, I just think it's better. It doesn't but do she it. can only solve crimes at microfiche. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> she only has 1996 means in Maine. I just uh, and then he, sque- he dry squeegees the window. The whole that whole sequence is just garbage. oh, it's crazy. He doesn't. It, it it makes no sense. And he like barely wants to fuck her, and she's like throwing herself at right. Him. I, I it just is it's bonkers. He, I know. All right, fuck you. Go, gotta move on. All right, so they go to Clay Ma- Clay's <sighs> mansion. He has a tor- uh, ugh. He has a horse, which was his daughter's. <laughs> I thought it was uh, redemption. Yeah, I know. I I thought the same thing. And that fucking horse loved her. Oh, yeah. Right away. I, I will say that my favorite scene in the movie involves that horse. Me too. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll wait to get there. We meet uh, uh, Madison's wife, Danielle, and his young daughter. His wife is the town psychiatrist. Oh. Psychiatrist. <laughs> also, not a thing. The town psychiatrist? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. It's. I mean, there's the town doctor, maybe in a small town, but the town psychiatrist. Yeah. And what's really crazy is she's the town. I've seen psych- Doc Hollywood. 
<laughs> wait, wait, that comes up way too much. <laughs> What's really crazy, so she's the town psychiatrist, but then when they go to find her, she's in a giant mental hospital. It's not like she's right. in like a one-room office. No. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Annalise. The horse doesn't like people, comes right up to Tat. It's almost as I wrote here, it's almost as if the daughter was taking over Tat's body. Right, and I, and I, wrote, I wrote down right there, is this how ghosts work? Because I couldn't figure out what the rules were. Because it's so clear she's like doing something to her. Cat, the cat could care less about this. Uh, Clay <laughs> took a home video of the garden. They're upset the fucking gardens, that goddamn house. Well, you when you're burying bodies out there. At the rental house, uh, we got a shot of his daughter and her friends. Matheson is surprised to see the footage. His his wife does not seem uh, too pleased about it. Okay, uh, what, why was everyone surprised? They put on a video of your dead daughter or your or your missing daughter, or your dead wife. Uh, dead. <laughs> why is anyone surprised people are having feelings? What they think was going to happen? Like, oh, this is the best. Let's, we're going to laugh also, it up. Also, do you think, I mean, realistically, would that be the first time he saw that? I don't know. They they make him seem like a fucking idiot. Like a true moron. Also, you know he's rich because that TV is 27 inches. <laughs> I, I, uh, I that, that sequence killed me. So later that night, uh, Tat's having another nightmare. Uh, once again, here's the daughter calling out for oh. her daddy from the attic. Before that, and it, well, actually, it's related to that. I thought they were setting up that the, that Tim Matheson was molesting his daughter because, like, the way he's looking at that video and he's kind of like, see, I thought he's I not thought, crying, but he's like, he has like that glazed look on his face. And then, like, when she's calling out, "Daddy, I need you," I thought it was like this whole fucking oh, psychodrama. I, see, I thought it was he killed her. Oh, okay. Or, or I thought he killed her because he was molesting her and she was uh, going to say something. All right. <laughs> Again, it would make more sense why he wouldn't go in the house or why the ghost needs resolution, I guess. Because, again, we don't know what the ghost needs. No. No. What are her ghost needs? <laughs> <laughs> We're probably on page one and a half of my notes. Later that night, Tat is having a nightmare. Once again, here's a daughter calling out for her daddy from the attic. Uh, she goes up to investigate and sees Mary up close, just like a full like person. Up yeah, there. not an apparition again. Like she flat out asks her, Mary, like, are you living up here? <laughs> right. Because for a minute, you're supposed to think she's alive. Right. Right. Like that, like but she's surviving up there. No food or yeah, water. She's been living in the walls. Right. And that and, and a couple times the dad says that, like, I think she's in there. And the wife is like, you mean alive? He's like, no, a ghost. Oh, OK, because that's better. You <laughs> fucking you're an adult. <laughs> Fucking! I, so you I, don't believe in ghosts, is what you're telling me? Cam, what are you even doing? <laughs> By the way, the, uh, are we up to the falling sequence where she feels like she's falling? All right, so it's somewhere around. Mary here. asked TAT to help her because her wants to see her dad. She she reels that Tad's the only one that could see her. She then possesses Tad's body, like we said, like Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. This part was just insane. Yeah, right this is where i started to write down why not just take over her body if you need to see your dad if you could do it right which you clearly it. can right why do you need her to agree or understand any of this you don't why isn't the movie just it's why you don't even need tat in the movie you just have the girl be in the movie as tat right. like she's in the first scene and the last scene and that's it so tat runs away from mary all the way to the lighthouse where johnny the grease monkey is just hanging out he said he comes to the lighthouse to be alone uh we find out mary was of course johnny's girlfriend yeah no surprise there. Tat reveals Mary's ghost still resides in the house. She says Mary's been waiting a really long time for something, and Johnny knows what it is. Right, but again, this we don't. Right, and we're thirty minutes into the movie of an of an hour and twenty minute movie. By the way, thirty minutes in, and she they go all the way to the lighthouse. They have a confrontation. 
they flirt and then johnny says i know what it is and never tells like why not just say it there she's already confessed she saw a ghost and the ghost talks to her what are you holding back what is there to hold back ghost in the machine yeah like just say what it is it it makes no sense they reveal all the craziest possible shit and then he can't say what actually happened like why not it's so dumb because then tad is in love with him right it does shit for him to, to get the answer question mark <laughs> tad reveals mary's ghost still residing that oh i said that already all right sorry uh next day madison comes to visit and sees tat playing the piano the song seems familiar he's looking at her from the outside of the house yeah because you think tat, he's in the house for right, a second right but, yeah the song seems familiar to him he uh, i just can't brighten his accent so bad also tat is wearing overalls in the scene Tavriel, she's uh, never played the piano before in her life. Yeah, she just does it. And so this is where we start to understand that ghosts can be in Tat. Right. And, and the ghost... Okay, so two things. One, can the ghost be inside her outside the house? It's not clear. But it's I clear she could so. influence her. It, at this point, that, I think those are the rules, but I'm not. it's not clear. And I <laughs> only... Influence. <laughs> two, that ghost wanted to fuck Tat. Like, that ghost was straight up flirting with her. Right. Like yeah. she, she like is like oh, there's a lot of like tongue action, Ooh, like ghost scissoring. Yeah, she, it, like I sincerely thought that was gonna happen. Like this is where this movie turns, and she like she's back because oh, I don't care about Johnny. Yeah, right, exactly. The reason my dad killed me or Johnny killed me or whoever is I'm gay, and I want to fuck Tiffany Amber Theason. <laughs> and so put on put on that tape recorder of me crying. I will fuck. <laughs> Tat, Tat continues to have nightmares of the mother falling off the cliff. Yes, here we go. So I want to talk okay. about that. All right. I'm going to pull up that scene because it's uh, it's coming up right here. So after <laughs> the acting is so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> it's right around here. I, I know that. <laughs> She's like a sexy ghost. Thick, lustrous hair for Tad. Mm. <laughs> this is why you wanted to record today. You had to get it out of your system. Oh. Go home and take care of business. So this felt like so shitty to me. Like so shittily done. Because it is. Like. <laughs> it's like Hans Gruber. <laughs> Look at this. It's just over and over again. How many times are they gonna do it? She's having a nightmare. I know, but it was like nine. Like I, we don't. I know what a nightmare is. I don't need to see her do it ten times. Oh, so bad. Just so bad. All right, so Mary, you don't know what to do when I get Mary, this bad. Mary, you just recede into a shell. Mary wants to recruit uh, Tat to help solve the mystery of who pushed her mother off the cliff. Try, Tat tries to run away. Uh, Mary can use the force apparently to prevent her from leaving. Right. They only do that once. Again, why? It, like, just cut out the middleman. Haunt your dad. Well, she can't leave the house. Ugh, this is so dumb. Mary and T.A.T. go into Madison's... Oh, wait. Oh, no. T.A. Tat goes to Madison's house to ride the horse in the middle of the night. Uh, she rides a horse all the way back to her rental house. Why? I don't know. Also, if Johnny has sex with Tat, does yeah, that count as a three-way? No. Not even if the sexy ghost is inside her or doing I don't think she. I don't think she was. I think that was Tat working on her own. No, see, I think the I I, I think you're 100 percent wrong. I think she's making her have sex with the guy to get the information. That's how she's manipulating the situation. That's why she's horny for him from um, from Jump Street. Yeah, 
No, so I, I think it's a three-way is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. You yeah. Title f- to your own opinion. Hey, look. You're trying to tell me there's not a Janet Jameson movie called Ghost Three-Way? <laughs> Flashpoint 2. <laughs> Flashpoint 2. <laughs> it's like Ghost Protocol. So as Tat gets thrown off the horse, and now is the hospital getting examined... Yeah, God, this this part made me insane. Go ahead. She's seeing uh, the psych, the wife psychiatrist, the tell psychiatrist, right? Tells her about the recurring dream. The therapist wants Tat to be hospitalized for a couple weeks for observation. Uh, the mother says no. Basically, okay. Can I can I bring up some relevant yeah. information here? Doesn't this doctor have a conflict of interest? Sure. I mean, the reason she so she's so she has a session with Tat sesh. Right, they get into a sesh, a medical sesh, a med sesh, right? And she's telling her, I see a ghost of your husband's right. missing or dead daughter. I see visions of his dead wife. Maybe she shouldn't be treating her as a psychiatrist. No. Like why is like why wouldn't you have Well, am- there's only one there. But there's not. There's a whole fucking hospital. In fact, we know there is because she goes to that other hospital, shows the guy the medicine. And he goes, I'll oh, cover your ass. But we know there's other doctors. So it's not like <laughs> it's insane that they would let that happen. Well, I think you don't think she's the only psychiatrist there. They could have been just doctors. I guess. But it just seems crazy. A good psychiatrist, which we will later find out she's not. But a good psychiatrist would never allow that to happen. It's insane that she was her doctor. Right. No, I agree with you there for sure. All right. So she wants to be hospitalized. Uh, Tat, but the mother declines. Tat's back in town, goes to visit Johnny. Johnny comes from uh, the bad part of town, as we find out. And they had as if hit- we didn't know that already. Right. He had a romance with Mary that was hidden. Right. We had we had a whole of a soul second sequence to find this out. This is fucking stupid. Tat and marriage is like BFFs now. Right. <laughs> Having conversations, twirling each other's hair. Like, yeah. What is Dude, going on? Here? Girl talk. Talk about ghosts. <laughs> I need to remember that commercial. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, Tat and Johnny meet up at the la- late house again. Clay offered. We find out Clay offered a good job to Johnny if he stopped seeing Mary. Yeah, and he that, accepted the job. That finally made sense. Like there, here was a real reason for things to happen. Yeah, that's why they, they broke up. Like in a small town where people know each other. I sure, can, you know, and he's a rich guy. By the way, Johnny, he got that bra off on his own. He did great with Tiffany. Oh, sure. He, I was impressed. He seemed out of practice, and then all of a sudden, he just got her fucking shirt off, her bra off. There was a lot of side boobage. It was incredible. Oh, I, I was, loved it. I was so surprised. I didn't see it going that way, because she produced the movie. She was an executive producer oh. of the movie. She's no problem getting naked. <sighs> um, Johnny thinks, uh, we find out Johnny thinks Mary pushed the mother off the cliff. Uh, Johnny, uh, Johnny T, uh, TAT hook up as Kyle said. Uh, next day, the mom w- wakes up to find Tat missing. She finds Tat doing the walk of shame back from the White House, which I found hilarious. Yeah, she's like, "Are you wearing his coat?" Like, maybe I am. <laughs> like, what? She's so sassy. Mary gets jealous that Tat uh, is spending time with Jolly, Johnny and starts <laughs> Jolly. <laughs> starts it. She just she just starts to terrorize Tat, which I I thought was funny. Was it Jolly a clown? Was there Jolly the clown? <sighs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I just I don't know either. Uh, uh, the ghost comes at t- Tat with a butcher knife. It makes Tat believe she cut her arm off. Right, but like I don't know what's going on. <laughs> right, so we have like multiple moments in the movie where she's a real person in the house as a ghost. Right, and then we have her as like an apparitional ghost. 
and she wants her to solve the mystery we think of what happened or or to not solve it but to prove to other people what happened i guess because she knows what happened because she was there the ghost right and so in the process of doing this she fucks the boyfriend because she needed to fuck him to get the information Mm -hmm. and then the ghost is mad that she fucked him (laughs) so we have a jealous ghost right which shows it what does she care about like, if she wants her to solve the mystery, she's got to suck that guy's dick. Well, she, uh, she cares about both. Uh, so, fuck you, ghost. Have some priorities. Uh, Mary gets jealous that Tat is spending time with Johnny, starts to terrorize her, like I said. She comes out her with a butcher knife, makes TAT believe she got her arm off, and Tat is having a breakdown and gets admitted to the loony bin. Yes, Tat- it is given medicine Meds. by the town psychiatrist. Correct. Tat reveals to everyone that Mary is talking to her. Matheson kind of believes it, but that she could talk to Mary. The therapist wants Tat to remain admitted as she fears she'd have a complete breakdown. The the mother mother's still hesitant to admit her into the hospital. Cut to Tat making herself throw up the medication that she's been taking, which didn't really matter for her escape. Yeah, well I think she said like it made her catatonic so she needed to have her wits about her. So she was trying to like get rid of the medicine. I don't know. It, again, it wasn't really clear that they I it wasn't clear when they figured out the doctor was behind it. It seemed like she just kind of stumbled right. into it. Correct. Even though that was kind of baked into the story. So right. I, don't, I, I didn't get that. Taz now back at home gardening. Uh, what 22-year-old likes gardening this much? Or whatever, how old she is. But cause she, again, I think it's the telekinesis. <laughs> I think Mary is getting her to do the gardening because she cares about the garden. I don't think it's anything to do with Tat. So, <laughs> you don't think so? Jesus. <laughs> the therapist reveals the whole town thinks Tat is possessed by Mary. Uh, the, the whole town thing is, I know uh, Matson believes Mary is really in that house and that's why he can't sell it Tat and Johnny are hanging out again Tat and Johnny hanging out again He tes- he's hesitant to be with her because Mary went crazy in that house he doesn't want the same thing to happen yeah so he makes it sound he like the house help her, though. yeah but he makes it sound like the house made Mary go crazy right. not Amityville like right. he said. Yeah, it, which clearly we know now is not the case so uh, Tat goes to the hospital to check if the medication she's taking is correct. It seems like the therapist gave her medication to actually make her go crazy. From yes. what I got at that. Yeah, yeah, that's what. She, yeah, she was controlling her through medicine, so she wouldn't continue to pursue right. the ghost mystery. <laughs> and I felt like it was. I it, it actually felt like an unsolved mystery to me. Like they could have solved this. Could have been a half an hour, and it would have been fine. Turns out Matson was having an affair with the therapist. At, uh, as the picture is starting to become a little clearer here. Uh, they start digging around by the lighthouse, and they find Mary's remains. That's why Matt said, don't dig over there. Um, did you see that skeleton? Yes. That was the worst. It looked like you so you buy a party city for Halloween. <laughs> it was terrible. It was like plastic. Like paper machine. It really was. It, it was comically bad. Like, it, <laughs> it was so insane. It's ready for a start, like chattering its teeth. Yeah. It's like, they took the battery out of the skull. Yeah. It was so bad. Oh, my God. Matson drives up to Mary's and confronts Tat. Tat brings uh, him to the house, up to the attic. Tat has been possessed by Mary and is now talking to Matson. Jesus Christ. Mary now leaves Tat's body, and Matson can now see her. I don't know why. Right. It, I, there are no rules. And I feel like the ghost is going to make the dad jump out the window at some point. Like, she was going to talk him into it. Like, it just... That's what I hated about this, is that they set up a world... Where you have ghosts and fucking paranormal shit. There has to be rules. They can't do everything. Yeah. Mary confronts Matson uh, and reveals that the therapist was pregnant with her child. Mm. 
with his child, sorry, but he doesn't uh, know who killed the mother. Tat's mother wants to admit her into the hospital. Uh, Johnny barges in, and Matheson is there as well. Tat is still possessed by Mary and tells a story of her death by drowning. So she drowned. I guess I'm not clear still to this moment what what the three sequence of events were that led I think to everyone's death. What I got was she they because this is a TV movie. They wanted her to kill herself because the mom died, but they didn't want to say she did that. So they kind of made this story up that she took too many pills and then went in the oh, tub. But but that's what I got. But out it of turned it. out the doctor actually killed her. See, I don't think the pills were. Then why did from they the bury doctor. the bones if they didn't kill her? Because they were ashamed of the suicide? Yes. I got that. He just wanted her to be with him kind of thing. See, I thought it was because she knew what really happened, and so they killed her. She knew that the doctor... Yeah, but nobody knew the doctor did it. I thought Mary did, because and that's why Mary, she killed Mary her. would have told T.A.T. right away. Would she? <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> nobody does anything the most direct way. See, I disagree. I think... That's not what I got out of it. I, I could be wrong. I really don't know. It, it, the point is the two of us watch this intently and don't know, which tells you it's not clear. No, it's not good. It's not clear. It's not even it's not good. It's just it's right. poorly structured. Um, Tat's so, mother finally believes her. Mary is finally able to leave the house once her story was told. That's what I I think that's what happened. Tat follows her to the lighthouse where the therapist yeah. is waiting. They go to the cliff. Why would you go to the cliff? Well... That's the first place she goes. I know. It's insane. You know that's where people get murdered. So the therapist is waiting there. She, The therapist reveals she's the one who pushed the mother over the edge of the cliff. The therapist then pushes Tat off the cliff, but she's able to hang on. Johnny and Madison save her from falling. You know what saved her? Overalls. It's true. She's wearing, she was wearing like almost like tough skins. They were like, they like, helped her in the fall. And when they're all like, all right, so how they save... Tat, yeah, is Johnny is reaching over the cliff. Matson pretty much grabs his legs like wheelbarrow style. Yeah, weren't you ready for the therapist to come in and just, like knock them all over like the Royal Rumble? <laughs> exactly, they all go over the top <laughs> rope and you win. For, yeah, like the, the surprise winner, right? Jimmy <laughs> Hart comes from out from under the ring, <laughs> throws you a two by four. Yeah, I don't. <clears throat> yes, I sincerely thought she's gonna murder them all at once. So the ther the ther <laughs> here we go. My yeah, favorite part. My favorite part. The therapist arrives back, and this is like the right at the end. Yeah, this is how she, this is how, how the movie ends basically. Yeah, it's it actually is the best ending of anything we've seen. The therapist arrives back to find the horse loose <laughs> on the loose. Yeah, so the redemption is Rede now loose. Right, just on the loose. The horse chases her down <laughs> and tramples her. It murders her. I swear that's how she dies. I wrote down. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this horse is a straight up murderer. He is enjoying this. He could have killed her with one kick, but he beat her up instead. He's literally I, I know this is an audio, but he's literally <laughs> like like a like an ape. Yeah, he's right? like pounding her. Like you you know you know a horse could kill a person with one kick to the head. And this horse decides to not do that. But he doesn't kick her with his back, huh? He, like, right. He, I, he my, takes his front hooves. Yeah, because he's enjoying it. He wants to beat her up. <laughs> he is viscerally killing her because he hates her. The horse is angry and kills. <laughs> it's, it's a revenge killing for what happened to Mary. Well, like, why doesn't the horse kill? Why doesn't redemption kill her so much early? <laughs> I he, don't know. He's just seething in his pen yeah, all day. All day, every day. Just, <laughs> just waiting. Just waiting. Just pacing. Waiting till she's alone. Just chewing on, chewing on fucking carrots. 
I, I don't know. He's like, I'm going to stop <laughs> her fucking guts <laughs> out. I get the chance. I'm going to make her bleed. I'm an angry horse. <laughs> I agreed. It's like, it's the same thing with the, with, with, with going inside her. Like, should have done it first he's, thing. He's in his little horse mirror. And he has one of those switchblade like, yeah, combs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like taxi driver, but a horse. He, he, I gotta give him credit. He was ready when the time came. I mean, that's honestly one of my last notes. That's how the movie ends. <laughs> it's, it's like he was in jail waiting to exact revenge, like lifting weights every day. Like Cape Fear. Yeah, exactly. And he finally gets out. He just beats the shit out of her. It was so satisfying. Oh, it, it's almost good. enough to make the whole movie worth oh. it. So we get a closing shot of Tat, uh, Water and Garden talking to Mary. Mary's still there. Yeah, uh, Mary reveals, what? We're, we're led to believe she'll like, be like right. ascend but or whatever. She, she reveals she's finally leaving. Like, why don't you leave right away? I mean, cooped up all in there. And, and, uh, all right, go and ahead. She's going to the other side. You, you, you remember what she says? No. So she goes, I'll wait for you. Yeah, for what? What else are you going to do? You're on the other side. What are you? Are you weren't going to wait or you're waiting? Like, what is there to do on the other side? You'll know, know when she gets there. I'll wait for you. How do you know? Right. Like, no, I'm going to be playing backgammon? Like, what the fuck does that even mean? I'll wait for you. It's the stupidest conception of the afterlife ever in any movie. I'll wait movie. for you. Just right on the other side. I'll be there the second you transfer. All right. So, uh, and that brings us to the end. I swear that's how the movie ends. Yeah. Yeah. And that brings She's like, you'll always be my sister. I'll wait for you. The end. Of Buried Secrets. So. I wanted the horse to talk to Mary. Like, I wanted him to be like, did you see what I did? I did that for you. I love you. Just like Johnny. On a scale of one to five horse beatings, one to five Oshkosh Bakash overalls. <laughs> oh, God, they're so sexy. What do you give this one? This is, I know, I feel like I say this every, every show, but this feels to me like the hardest one to evaluate. Really? Because it's so bonkers. And it, it, we, it, it was clearly fun to watch. But it was also it had those moments like those, some of those other movies where you're just like he's just gonna land the fucking helicopter for the hell you know it just like what is happening there's no rules and and the horse beating the the horse murder is just so funny I think I gotta go four out of five four and a half out of five I have the exact same score I fucking love this one <laughs> so like, much I couldn't believe it I was so mad until that moment I hated it, was it. so. You're so when tired of tra- When he fucking tramples her, <laughs> he chases her down. Yeah, he murdered her. He chases her down like Ben Johnson <laughs> in the nineteen eighty eight Olympics. And she's running She's riding it running in Ugh. high heels. That that horse This is like the dramatic version of Hot to Trout. It's so he is on a mission. <laughs> I know. And it's so obvious. The kill. <laughs> Like I think you you could show this movie to anyone and they would understand the horse had to kill her because of revenge, <laughs> <laughs> and it makes but it worth kind, it. What horse <laughs> tramples with his front hooves? I mean, like, a guy who's out to kill. It's personal, you know. Like when they say, this like, time people, it's personal. <laughs> he, horse, he put a, horse murder too. He put a little. He put a little shift in his paw, right? In his hooves, <laughs> chopping her up. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, when like stabbing deaths are personal, right? So right. like rather than shoot them at a distance or whatever, or poison. They well, f- I would rather have music gun. Oh, so that that would have made my day. Like he tramples her, and then, <laughs> then like like a like an injured horse, he puts her out of her misery. He just comes up like one right in the side of the head. <laughs> like she broke her leg at the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> that would have been fucking magical. 
god. Yeah, it made my day. I, uh, I hated it till that moment. I loved it. I loved. I I really liked it. <laughs> it's so bad. It was it's crazy. So, it was worse than some of the worst ones we've seen. No, no Can way. It, I love. It makes this no one. sense. I don't care. It's better than pregnancy packed. Oh, uh, I guess. Yeah, I mean they're both about the Northeast. So I I love this one. I would watch this again. It was it was hilarious. It was crazy. Yeah, this is one I would recommend watching. Like, if you have friends and you want to watch a crazy if movie. If you want to see a horse kill a woman. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you want to earn it, though. Like, they make you earn it. They leave it to the last five minutes. I kind of wish there had been cutaways of the horse getting, like you said, getting angry. <laughs> like, seeing things happen. Like, the lady comes to go ride, and she just, like, farts in the horse's face. <laughs> and he's like, fucking bitch, I'm going to fucking kill you. If I get a chance out of this pen, I'm going to stop with your goddamn face. <laughs> rubber hose, I would beat you. <laughs> I love the idea of a seething horse. In fact, yeah, they, Ben, <laughs> just watching her all day. day he has binoculars. <laughs> he's he holds him up like on his little like, like He's watching her. He's yeah, like, instead you, of blinders, he like, has you, binoculars. You, you killed my 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 friend's mother. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he has like the little like. <laughs> Like he's counting down. He's the like, yeah, right. Three, four, to slash through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Counting the days. He's like, he's like a big plan, like Ocean's Eleven. Can you imagine, like, it, so just imagine you remade this movie exactly the same, but from the perspective of the horse. <laughs> so the voiceovers by the horse, the ghost, like all that stuff. He just sees it all happening. The ghost, everything. Uh, and then finally, you get that moment where, in like the last shot, like, he just destroys her to like some classical music. Oh, oh, oh my god! god. All right. All right, let's take a break. Oh. All right, guys. Now that we're done talking about horse murder. <laughs> Are we have the, the horse's net worth? I, if I knew we were going to spend that much time on it, <laughs> I would have looked up some horse net worths. So, so be ready. Maybe next week. All right. That would have been really funny. I wish I had done it. Uh, all right. So we're about to get into another round of Celebrity Net Worth. All right, guys. We got a soft landing, shallow <laughs> land. <laughs> I was actually talking today about uh, my friends about how I went to see Wu Tang Clan and Ridge Against a Machine in 1997. That's a good show. It was. That's like that was prime Wu Tang too, where they were still kind of together and performing. It was before they were like super mainstream. Yeah, they had hit, but right. It, it, and there was that moment where like the guys, especially ODB, obviously, where they couldn't, they just literally couldn't keep it together to have shows. So right. I don't even remember him being there, but yeah, he might not have been. But and they used to have somebody. I want to say they brought somebody to do his raps, but I could be wrong I don't about remember. that. It, which is like impossible because he's so. Him, <laughs> right. But at any rate, that yeah, that sounds. It was like good. It's a great show. Yeah, I believe that. I hundred percent believe that. All right, Ken. So we're gonna do uh, some nine hundred two one zero. Okay. Uh, we're gonna do some Saved by the Bell. All right. Given our, Tat was star. our star. So, so I left. I left Tim Matheson out of it. I felt like, who needs it? His dumb accent. <laughs> so we're gonna start with uh, some originals from nine hundred two one zero. Okay. I'm gonna give you three names. Yes. Put them in order. Mm-hmm. Eckhouse, Potter, Tata. Mm. So yep. the Walsh family and Nat Basicio. <laughs> yes. I'll go Eckhouse one. I think he he's been the the most working actor yeah you know what that's a great question i I actually don't know 
but it wouldn't surprise me if he pops up in more things. And he was in like movies and stuff in that era too. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. see him pop up like in a military yeah, uniform I'll, or something. I'll say he. I mean, oh god, he's old now. Is he even alive? James Eckhouse. I wonder if he's I think even so. Alive. I think he's younger than Tata. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, I can check. But he's got to be like seventy. Seven. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I'll say he's worth around two. Okay. I'll say Basicio. No, he was born in 55, so 63. Yeah, so younger than I thought. Well, he was like 35 when 90 started. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. All so right. he looked older because those kids are obviously yeah, 17. So. Right. Uh, <clears throat> Tata, I'll say, is like one and a half, and Potter, like 900,000. So two, one and a half, nine. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, right. So Eckhouse, right on the nose. <laughs> right in the bald head, two million. <laughs> Carol Potter, two. Oh, all right. Good, good for her. And leading the pack. Oh. Joseph <laughs> Edward <laughs> Tata. Tata. <laughs> Three million. He was on that show a long time. He was on. And you have to think. Ever. And you got to think he owns a chain of restaurants. Like, he just has to. Like, Napa Cicchio's, like, Meatball Palace. No, no, you know, he has some Goomba, right? Of course. Gabagool with Nat or whatever. <laughs> I always thought it was funny his name was Nat Basicchio because Nat's not really a Italian name. No. Like Nathaniel or Nate. Like doesn't... Basicchio is, though. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> you think so, doctor? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just seems strange that that was his first name. Yeah, he's Nat. <clears throat> yeah. No, it worked. It worked. I mean, a lot of Italians in L.A. Uh <laughs> So now we're going to put some latecomers to 90210 oh, yes. in order. Swank. <laughs> no. Kathleen Robins- Robertson. I always put Robinson. I don't even know why I know her name. It's yeah. insane. Me <laughs> <clears throat> is an autocorrect. Kathleen Robertson. Vanessa Marcel. Mm-hmm. Vincent Young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not Vince Young. It's, it's so sad. I know all these <laughs> Of course are. you do. So he played Noah. Uh, Jamie Walters. Yeah. How do you mm. talk? No, I love him. To an angel. And Daniel Cosgrove. We wow. talked about him the other day. This is a monster fuck we did. Yeah, I know. And I, and I found. Because he's on uh, Billions <clears throat> now. Yes. And, All right, so we got. And I so and I was able to find numbers for everybody, which is also okay, amazing. So we got Robertson. Robertson, Marcel. Marcel. VY. Yeah. Walters. Cosgrove. Yeah. Okay. This is this might be the hardest one I I've had to do because I have no idea. If you don't think I know the words, I know you do. I'm giving you some music to think by. It's like when you get put in the isolation tank. Well, I like hold on better than this one, but because it's from the heights. You're you're gonna win the biggest loser category <laughs> if you keep it up. Heaven and earth are moving. There's a great ben, there's a great Ben Stiller show parody of this as well, <laughs> where they sing about their robot friend and how he is his humanity. I, I gave the height a shot. I just couldn't get in. It just didn't have the magic. It didn't. We got to like get Melrose and Nino. They had that magic. There was something there. I think part of it is Jamie Walters is just not interesting. How do you talk to an angel? Wing ding doo doo doo. He stinks. <laughs> he stinks. He's great on 9-0 as I Ray Pruitt with one T. It's all his mama coming to Ford. 
I didn't think he was menacing enough to be honest with you. But Don is such a bad actor. He was it when he matter. threw her down the stairs. I know, but I feel like I didn't believe it. You know what they should have cast in that part? <laughs> Kirk Cameron. Redemption the horse. <laughs> that horse would have thrown her down the fucking stairs so hard. <laughs> Like he, she meets him when he she pull, he pulls up in the pickup truck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. His head's out the sunroof. <laughs> He's like Bubba Smith in a in Police Academy. Yeah. All right, I'll go. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, so right. Kathy Robertson, this Vanessa Marcel, fucking... Vincent Young, Jamie Walters, who played Ray Pruitt, as you mentioned, Daniel Cosgrove, who played. All right, so Keith or Kevin or Brian. He had a I'm trying name. to. So Robertson's still working. Cosgrove's still working. Yes. All right, so I'll but Walters go, had recording and acting, yeah, and, and music at that time. He hasn't worked in forever. I'll go. <laughs> you, you have a Jamie Walters news alert. <laughs> I do. All right, I'll go. Cosgrove one, mm-hmm. Marcel two, okay, Walters three. No, 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 no. That's not right. <laughs> not right. I'll go. I love the. Dude, I'll straight. go. Cosgrove one, Robertson two. Marcel three, Walters four, VY five. So you're pretty close. Okay. I I don't think you nailed anybody. <laughs> well, but I know I didn't nail anybody <laughs> on this list. <laughs> uh, you, your orientation is generally right. Do you want to do numbers? Maybe that'll clarify oh, yeah. things. I mean, this that's even worse. But I don't think any of them, unless they're producers of some kind, yeah, which are, is not possible, are over two. Right, I get that. So I'll, oh, these are I, they're all got to be bunched up if I had to guess. So I'll go like. So I'm not right. So I'll go. I guess Walters maybe is one that. Walters maybe has like a million and a half. Cosgrove, uh, I, Marcel's probably too. Marcel, one point two. Cosgrove <laughs> one. Robertson around a million and VY has like fifty thousand. So you got a lot of numbers right, but just the wrong names. Okay. So coming in at number one, Vanessa Marcel. She was on the soap forever. Yeah, and I thought I thought the same thing. Like she got she had to make bank on that. Yeah. Um, and I think she had her own show at some point too after nine hundred two and all. Like a, okay, where she was like a one of the main two or three stars. Okay. Um, which who knows? She might have even produced it. Uh, coming in tied for second, Robertson and Cosgrove, the law firm you can trust. Right. Don't pee on my shoe and tell me it's raining. <laughs> what are the numbers? I'm going to tell you. Oh, okay. Three million. For all three of them? For for Robertson and Cosgrove. What's Marcel? Five? Four. Wow. Oh, sorry. I thought I said that. My bad. Good for them. Yeah, I know. I'm I, proud of them. I When you stopped midstream, I thought you might like have locked in. I, I had no confidence they would have that much. Yeah. I get it. Which yeah. is why I picked them. Coming in, number four, VY, $1.5 million. From what? From this? I, I Has he been on anything else? Uh, that's a great question. All right, let me I, don't, I tell you what, like, I, he's on that show for two seasons. I, maybe it's three. They, they went two seasons too long. Oh, okay. Wait, here we go. I got some information. Born and raised in Philadelphia and South Jersey. Oh, he looks weird now. Very he was old then. He was old twenty years. But he ago. looked strange. Like he had work done. He was probably thirty-two then. Yeah, he was born in sixty-five. So yeah, he was old. Um, yeah, okay. he was thirty-four or thirty. Yeah, I was right. Holy shit! Like he was like thirty-two when he was first on that show. Oh, did you know who he was dating at the time? 
No idea. On the show. Jenny Garth. Tori Spelling, which apparently is how he got cast. All right. So he has been on a lot of TV. <laughs> Her nickname was was Redemption. <laughs> I don't know what mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's funny, though. He played Raul at Knuckle Sandwich. <laughs> Insulted nuts. <laughs> Joke for nobody. We hate you. <laughs> uh, uh, he's, he's on something called Chase Street, playing Vince. He plays a lot of Vince's. Um, he hasn't been to that much, to be honest. He was on one CSI New York, one JAG. Pacific well, he, Blue, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? He, he's never the, on the, Burn the, Notice. The Boardwalk Bicycle Cop Show. <laughs> I remember that. No, he was never, as far as I could tell. NCIS, CISI, and he had his JAG. Entry level NFL contract. Yeah. And he made the most of it. Right. Because he's not a producer. And there's nothing else on here about what he made money doing. Now, we have to remember. <laughs> it's, it's a thing we should state every game. These are not scientific or verified numbers. But they're all from the same sources. So we, you know what I mean? It's yeah, all yeah, relative. Yeah. Correct. Right. So. Was he, he was he was in the last one? So coming in last, bringing up the rear. J-Dubs? It's J-Dubs. So fine. How do you talk to an angel? How do you hold close to where you are? $50,000. <laughs> that was a sad one. <laughs> oh. That is a Coolio type number. I mean, wow. he never was as rich as Coolio, but. You would think just that one song, if he actually wrote that, like the resids on that have to be good. Just from being on Nino. I mean, Vincent Young has 1.5 million. It was on four times a day. <laughs> a day. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. It's uh, oh. I, I was I was so excited because I, I was like, I'm going to look up these like random, you know, later sure. people thinking one of these has got to be funny. And when I saw Walters, I was like, this is perfect. He'll never guess this. No, I would never in a million years guess that he was worth 50 grand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Hope it's, he's still making uh, music. It's quite amazing. <laughs> he's not. Um, all right. So we're going to go over to Save by the Bell, Tat's other mm. show, where she established herself. Now we're getting a little more money <laughs> for some of them. <laughs> so we're going to start with the Scrubs. Dennis Haskins, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Belding. He couldn't get his name. I know. It killed me last time. Uh, Dennis Haskins, Dustin Screech Diamond, yeah. and Lark Voorhees. Whoa. He's a murderer's <laughs> row. <laughs> this is 27 Yankees. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Network. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change it one for one second. Wh- who, if any of them, are worth more than Jamie Walters? If any of them are worth more than him, it's Haskins. And you can say all three or none, too. Haskins. Haskins? I think Haskins, I he's closer to a million, if I had a guess, <laughs> out of any of them. But I, Diamond and Voorhees are less <laughs> than zero. They owe me money. <laughs> okay, so you think they're the negative. We have had people with zero. So. Right. So that's what you're guessing? Yeah. Okay, so you're correct. Dennis Haskins is worth more. Do you want to go with a number? I'll guess he's worth... Two hundred fifty thousand. I thought you were gonna say it. you were right on three hundred thousand. Yeah, Dustin Screech Diamond 
is worth the same as Jamie Walters, 50000 Yeah, I think he owed, like, Wisconsin money. Yeah, he for sure is worth zero. I, I think this yeah. is... Lark Voorhees is also worth more. More than Haskins? More than uh, Walters. Oh, okay. I can't... I, I can neither confirm nor deny with Haskins. Because she has a weird face now. Like, I don't know... It was Does a bad, she? Yeah, she had, like... No... Dude. Oh really? I didn't know don't, that. Don't even look it up. She has like botched oh. pa- plastic surgery. Oh, is it like sad? Yeah, it, you couldn't. You wouldn't recognize her. She was beautiful. Yeah, look, I'm telling you. Look, you would not believe what she looks Should like. Should I do it or not do it? Do it. Okay, because you said don't but, do it. But and then she, said do it. because you wouldn't even recognize her. Okay, it doesn't look like the same person. I did she not know like, that. I, not to be mean, but it looks like like a burn victim. That's what she looks like. Well, maybe it was like if like no, bat, like, I, I'm pretty well, sure. like bad plastic surgery could be like that. Yeah. I mean, like where it just doesn't. Oh, I see what you're saying. And she doesn't have a disorder or anything? No, I don't think so. I think she, oh, I'm pretty sure that's she weird. had bad plastic surgery. And it's like horrifyingly bad. Okay, so here's something that says. Maybe she did have a disease or something. but I don't know, but this is great. So this is a headline from Hip Hop Holly or Hip Hollywood on YouTube. Lark Voorhees to her estranged husband. Your penis smells like gourd chips. Yeah, well, it could be worse. Sometimes I know what, what what I saw was your penis smells like, and I had to click on. Yeah, it. so I was like, "Oh, what does it smell like? Bean <laughs> like dip? You, I don't like know." <laughs> <laughs> it smells like fingos. <laughs> smells like Olestra. Uh, oh boy! I mean, who cares if they? I, don't I assume know. they all smell like. Quinches. I was going to say, do any balls or dicks smell no, good? No. Like, I mean, you get right out of shower, sure. Oh it's my, like potpourri, dude. You are right. Wow. Yeah. It looks like she had like something like a reaction. Like she yeah, had like, bad plastic surgery. Right. Like she's and, allergic to something. Yes. Like she was they fucked to- it up, and then it, it, and then she had the thing that like like a spider bite or something. Right. It, you're sincerely right, though. I had no idea. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, there's a oh boy. There was a picture of her and Bill Cosby. That can't be good. Wow. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. Good Lord, Lark. Well, still still worth... Uh, well, what, what do you think she's worth? <laughs> so she wasn't worth more than Haskins. No, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. I said I didn't say whether she um, was. 500000 Correct. <laughs> even, with her, even with her face, you figured it out. All right, Ken. Now we're going to go to the stars. Oof. Oofa. <sighs> Who's worth more? Tiffany Amber Theason? Mm-hmm. Tiffany Amber Theason? Could not get that <laughs> out. Or Elizabeth Berkeley? All right. Very different careers. Now, I thought about... I knew Theason was coming, so I really tried to break her down. All right. We'll talk the audience through it, because um, one thing they love is that your, your Rain Man-like ability... She's on two shows... Yeah, she has like that cooking or lifestyle kind of show, right? No, no, no. no. Even before, oh, oh, before, uh, oh, you're saying her total the, career. The two, Got it. The two the big, big shows, yeah, yeah, were on so fucking much. But remember, Saved by the Bell kid show probably not paid a lot, and also probably not didn't transfer a lot. Like, no, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I agree. Like the Corey Haim Feldman situation. But the the pure volume of the amount that those shows were on was was so much. Maybe more than any shows that I can remember f- growing up. 
Yeah, because they hit the sweet spot. It, it's on almost as much as like Big Bang Theory is on now. Yeah. Which is why they're cajillionaires. Yeah, but you're right. Like it hit the sweet spot of there were a million episodes and it hit right when cable expanded. So there were these channels like right. SoapNet that needed that content. Nothing. Right. So they could show five nine oh two ones a day. It, was it would on, take all year it, to it, show it. It was on FX so yeah. fucking much, and there's so many episodes. That's that how show. I caught up on it. Like I had missed a bunch in college and grad sure. school and I I I basically rewatched the whole series. Like Dawson's right. the same thing. Like Me too. All right, so <laughs> Dawson's. Yeah, ladies, we're gonna go home alone tonight. <laughs> I, I know you're like I can tell, I can feel you through. I, the, I think I your have. IPhone. I, I think I have a pretty good guess for for Theason. Okay. Now she's not Mary Lopez. Is I would assume if I had a guess, much higher than all all three of them, than her Gosler and we're gonna get to Theason. it. I'm gonna guess ten for Theason. I'm gonna guess. Oof. Lopez, I don't know. I'm gonna guess like forty for Lopez. Well, I want to do Berkeley first. Oh, I'm sorry. That's you're right. right. You said Berkeley. That's okay. We're gonna get to that next. Berkeley, so right. she's worth more than Berkeley. Berkeley, I'll go like because she was in some movies. She probably got paid for Showgirls, and she still kind of is in. St- she's, she's in. in kind she was in the Student Seduction, that uh, Lifetime movie, which we should do. I say that's actually a really good one. I think she's worth like three or four. If okay. I guess. And TAT? T- 10. You fucking nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> you sick son of a bitch. She should be looking out her windows worried about you. $10 million for taking I actually spent some time thinking I know. about it. it what that, about Berkeley? $6 million. You know what? That was my initial thought on her, but I was That's, like, I, how could she be worth that much? I know. I was really torn. I, th- I thought it could be one of these where it's 500 k or it's like $12 million. Like She made so much money on Showgirls somehow. Yeah. I think she, for some reason, she strikes me as somebody that was good with money. I don't know why. Yeah, I know what you mean. Even though, like, she doesn't seem like a fuck up. Like, she was never in the. Is it because she played Jesse Spano? She was just never in the news for anything. That's true. It's always a good sign. Yeah, never dated celebrities. It wasn't even like that. And Pearson, too. Well, she dated Bag. Right. Besides dating him, she was never really. That's true. That's true. Like, in the news for anything. Yeah, she's entered middle, you know, middle age pretty pretty smoothly. She's got to be. 45. Yeah, she's a little older. Not, I don't know what she's... Maybe 43? She's born in 74, so she's only four years right. older than us. Yeah. 43. Which is crazy, because she looks 32, and we look 100. Mufa. <laughs> <sighs> All right, Mark, Mark Paul Gossler versus Mario Lopez. Lopez, for sure, and my guess will be he's worth more. Yes, okay. He does. He's working right now. I'll tell you that's correct. He, he never is. He never stops working. Yeah, and, and for a guy with like no discernible talent... No. He's he's pleasant. Yeah, he's, he's pleasant. He's yeah, Latino Ryan Seacrest. He's, he, right. He's non-threatening. Yeah, everyone likes him. Yeah, and he's handsome enough that you can like like women enjoy him, but he's not threateningly handsome either. Right. Right. Yeah, he's not. You know, he's a good host. He's, for he's shows. not a Hemsworth. You know. <laughs> no. He's a good host for shows. Um, yeah. Like I said, I think he's like at. I think he's worth so much because he. Uh, wait, not entertainment tonight, but yeah, extra. extra one. Yeah, one of those shows. I think where, those guys get paid. I would think so. When you're on every fucking day, so forty might be a little high. Maybe he's worth like thirty five. Okay, Gosler's like fifteen. All right, he went high on both. Okay, Mark Paul Gosler, MPG. Remember, he was on. He was a regular on on uh, NYPD Blue, uh, Padu Blue, and uh, <laughs> 
Mizronian Isles. Suits. That's the female. One. <laughs> I like. I like that you call them Rizzoni, like they're like they're pasta. <laughs> Rizzoli. Yeah, Rizzoli. Rizzoni. Rizzoni. <laughs> Rizzoni and Pizzone. Rizzoni and vodka. <laughs> Olive, penny Lala vodka. <laughs> Pizzone and stuffed crust. <laughs> uh, we're a little punch drunk. Uh, uh, what was the one that was the show with fucking what's his name from? I'm trying to remember the one with Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 He was like the oh, third okay. guy on that show. And it was two names. Yeah, yeah it was like Rizzoliani. <laughs> yeah, that's the one about the lady cops. That was like Cagney Cause, Lacey. Because remember, I, oh, I remember because I love Daniel Tosh, and he was obsessed with that show. <laughs> and be like, does Mark Paul Costler <laughs> carry a surfboard into this episode? I don't know. Like, he would make fun of it every week. It was All awesome. Right, I'm going to have to look next. It's killing me. <sighs> Shit. It's two guys. Uh, Franklin and Bash. Yes. Uh, yes. He loved Franklin and Bash. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> so he was worth $9 million. All right. I could see that. I think it's a shocker here. Lopez, $16 million. That's it? Six. He's underselling himself. $16 million. So just write that down because we're going to come back to that. All right. So okay. So we're going we're gonna to switch over to now to an O for a second and so then come 16 back. So $16 for Lopez. Just for Lopez? Uh, we'll write them all down. So Theason was 10 Yeah. Berkeley was six. Zach was nine. Lopez sixteen. Yeah, uh, Zach was nine. Nine. Okay. All right. So, hmm, who made more, mm-hmm. or who's worth more? Excuse me. Yeah. Ian Ziering mm-hmm. or Shannon Doherty. Hmm. Uh, Doherty got sick. Oh, true. Yeah. You know, uh, that did cross my mind when I looked her up today. I wondered how much that would affect her number. And she was sick, I, I believe, for years. But she's also consistently worked, and he hasn't. Oh, you know, he was in fucking Sharknado. Oh, that's right. He was like the star, I guess, whatever that and means. And those were very, very popular. But it's hard to know if he got paid for those. Like, sci-fi doesn't pay Probably shit. Probably the last one. He at least made over a million. Yeah, maybe. You just think of those people on, on those basic cable. They never get paid. MTV, yeah. Comedy Central, Viacom doesn't pay shit. Um, I'll go Zeering, but I think it's close. It's close. I will give you that. I'll say it's like five and six. But okay. I'll give, I'll give Zeering six. It's better. They did better than you thought. Oh, all right. Darty, 10 million. Good for her. I'm glad she still has money. I and Zeering eight. Okay. So Darty with the win. Now we're going to go Luke Perry and Jason Priestley. I only have one thing to say, Ken. <laughs> it's booyah. Um, these are hard. I can't believe I don't know these. Like, just... My general I, yeah, I, knowledge. We we've talked about this a lot, but it's been a while since we talked about it. I, I really forgot. I, I know that's why I was I, able to do it. I knew you wouldn't. Remember. I don't remember him. No, yeah. for sure. Um, the only one I ever remember was Coolio. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, think you knew, and you know spelling too. That, that's why. I, I, oh, five hundred K. Yeah, that's right. I was that's why I didn't um, do her. I knew you would know. Yeah, these are hard because they're. They, it's weird because Perry's worked. Yeah, he's, he's on, a, he's on, on Riverdale show. now. He's he's on he stuff. Was, he was in Oz. He was in. Didn't he show up on Veronica Mars too? I want to say like he, he's he's been. That. Oh, it's great. Um, yeah, he's he's been consistently working, even if he's not getting paid. Like I don't think he's had like a thing where he. That's like, the thing with him. Like he he couldn't even get on like the show like Nashville where you get paid a lot of money even just to be like the third star. You know what I right. mean? Right. And previously, kind of went away from acting. Yeah, but directing and producing. <laughs> I would I would like to think at least Priestley is worth more than Doherty, but she was on Charm. She she did a lot of stuff. Yeah, like that, and that show was on. A ton. It was on a lot, and they're bringing that back, so she might even get paid for that, like in the yeah. reboot or whatever. 
Um, because she was probably like a, 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 a exec producer or something on that. Yeah, for sure. Think. Yeah. No, that show was very popular, and they were getting paid. Um, I'll go twelve for Priestley, and eleven for Perry. You're, you're close. Luke Perry, ten million. Jason Priestley, sixteen. So right. he tied Lopez. Yeah, I mean that. That's he made a good career for himself for really not doing all that much besides Nino. Yeah, I mean he was on it for a while, but he was producer on that show in the end. Like he produced all those like last couple seasons. I don't know how much they get paid, like to produce. Yeah, I mean he probably and he he made a, a bank on those. I have to think. Like, yeah, I, if he didn't work another day in his life, he'd be fine. Right. The checks would still be rolling in. So I'm gonna, one last one. All the people we've talked about. <laughs> Are they worth more or less than the creator of 90210, Darren Starr? Also the creator of Sex in the City. Co-creator. Jesus Christ. So we have, like, including, like, VY, Walters, all those people? Oh, uh, no. Just uh, Theosin through Zeering. Although, well, let me see. Six, I didn't actually add up the rest of them, so I don't know. 39, 32, 43, No way. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, the math doesn't add up. Well, so what do you what do you have for a total number just so people can play? Uh twenty six. Trust your math. Uh twenty six, thirty five, forty one, forty nine, fifty nine. Uh what was Priestley? Sixteen. Yeah. So that's seventy five. And what was uh Perry? Ten? Eighty five. Yes. So eighty five. Yeah, I think stars over a hundred. Okay, I'll give him like one ten. You're 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 on fire today. <laughs> one twenty for Darren Starr. Yeah, he's a fucking monster. Yeah, that mean, was when guys got paid yeah, for shit like that. And like, right. Oh, uh, another edition of Celebrity Net Worth. Life as it's going, he shouldn't be so rough. But as the world turns, I learn life is hell. Living in the world, no different from a cell. You got anything else for us? <laughs> no, that's it today. All right, nope. so I think uh, uh, me and Dr. Mar were talking. I think we're going to do a Christmas in July episode. Yeah, Christmas in July, everybody. So, so. It, it's, uh, Hallmark has the Christmas movies on this month. Yeah, so, so get into it. Um, we'll probably, we probably won't watch it. Uh, we'll probably watch it before this comes out. Uh, but all right. So yeah, we're we're gonna figure that out. But the next episode will be Christmas in July, right? So get your chestnuts warmed up. <laughs> St- start thinking about the Christmas cottage. Thinking about Mrs. Miracle. Run up your run up your credit card bills a little bit. <laughs> what this season is all about. Hide a body in a piano. We, we're gonna <sighs> audibly sigh when you think about putting up your Christmas tree. <laughs> Switch your career to travel agent. Make a lot of money. Be able to uh, be able to identify food by what it smells like. Cross your eyes a little. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, uh, getting uh, the holiday spirit, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right, here's a uh, Althina Renee within the flow. <laughs> <laughs> this one's so funky. Yeah, it's like an actual song. <laughs> On the next Cyber Police Podcast.
It's Christmas in July. Starring Megan Ory. No, 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 we're not going on a date. We're going to share a car ride together. And Andrew W. Walker. It seems innocent, but this woman is a threat to our national security. It's Debbie Maycombers dashing through the snow. All right, Ken, gonna, we're going to do a quick. <laughs> so the 10 most expensive horses ever sold, according to horserider.com. Horse rider. All right. Um, well, you're not going to know a lot of these, so I'm going to I'm going to give you the names. You should give me. I, I wish you like give their like who their parent like. That's how it usually works, I think. Yeah. Uh, like Sagittarius is right. Offspring. Some of these names are great, though. So who sold for more? The Green Monkey or Snaffy Dancer? <laughs> Green Monkey. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Green Monkey sold for 16 million dollars. The same as Mario Lopez sold for. Yeah. Look. <laughs> Who sold for more? Annihilator or Sharif Dancer? Sharif Dancer. Correct. Forty million. You're stupid. <laughs> Who sold for more? Fusiichi Pegasus. Remember that? I remember yeah, that I do, name. yeah. Um, or mm, where's the other one though? Jaleel. <laughs> I mean, I hope it's Pegasus. <laughs> it is. Okay. <laughs> Uh, where's the other one? Oh, those are the best ones. Oh, uh, Moreland Totilas <laughs> or Seattle Dancer? Seattle Dancer. Oh, incorrect. Oh, Moreland Totilas. All right. All right, guys. It's been another edition. 